podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I couldn't have said it better myself. Wow. I couldn't have said it better myself. Y'all, y'all know what's going on as usual. It's Welly F. It's Jay. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. I don't know what you do on Spotify, but whatever it is, you I do think on I Spotify. Please do that. I think I figured it out. What do you do on Spotify? Um, I think the, the 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 main perk of it is you're able to download the episode. I think that's the main. Like you can't comment. You can't do anything interesting. You can't like leave that. a review. Can't rate it. I you, couldn't find. You it. just can download. You it. could download the episode. And I then, think and, I mean, but you could download on iTunes. I too. thought, yeah, and SoundCloud. Oh, so, so that's the cool interface. Yeah, that's about it. That's cool about or it. different? Different. Yeah. yeah. What's that in on your phone? Is that Netflix? Yeah, maybe. Right there. Where? That in. This. In the pink in. in oh, Netflix. news. Oh. As Apple News? Yeah, Apple News. Delete that bullshit. <laughs> Bro, sometimes Apple be telling me some shit that I need to know about. No. I needed to, I needed to know about Trump doing the order to where people born to US citizens overseas aren't necessarily US citizens anymore. I needed to know that. Why? Because I always in my mind I always been like, you know, I'm gonna conceive my child in Paris and, you know, on some some, you know, storytelling type shit. No. Be like, you know, yeah, I was blowing your mama back out. In Paris. In Paris, looking at the Eiffel Tower. I had a, I had your mom's in like the doggy position. She was looking at the Eiffel Tower. And I was I was behind, I was hitting Dougie like Cameron and um paid in full. Wow. That's what I'm gonna tell my son. I guess I should never even went down this road. That's what, that's what I'm gonna tell my son. I don't think your son wants to hear this. Yeah, he I probably, don't he probably don't wanna hear that about his mama. <laughs> <laughs> he could be able to he could be able to see it in his mama. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, mom was out there wild. He mom was wild. She caught dad slipping. Yeah, yeah. Dang. I hate to see it. Hey, you hate to see it. But anyways, man, we back again. We've we've been pretty consistent. Yeah, for three now. weeks in a row for now. Yeah, it's time to time to disappear. Again. Yeah, time to disappear sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. What you did this week, man? Oh, started the new job this week. I was working from home. From home, but I was working. Gotcha, gotcha. It's the same shit you were doing before, right? With a little less control. Like, like I would would say, okay, you know, I worked this many hours today. I worked, you know, two hours doing this, three hours doing that, four hours doing this. Mm -hmm. This job, they was kind of like, eh, you know, this is what you got to get done today. I don't care how long it takes. You get it done in four hours, cool, you done for the day. You work on it until 10 o'clock tonight, cool, that's when you get it done. But you got to get it done. You got to get it done. It is. It's always manageable. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I did get swamped a couple of times, but that was because you know you have to do those trainings that you have to get knocked out in the first sixty to ninety days. Mm. I still had to go through all my benefits, get that lined out. Mm-hmm. Definitely had to get my four hundred one k popping, like mm-hmm. I need to make sure the money secured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Gotcha, gotcha. And then I had regular work I was doing too, which yeah. the regular then, work was the easy part though. Uh, it was a learning curve because I'm, I'm I'm stepping out of out of my box, so I had to learn. And then I had the conference calls, so many conference okay, calls, conference calls, man, so many conference. Calls. Like I'm on mute before like I even get there. Oh, you yeah, me too. But then I was like, oh well, who's that? Who's that? Just I when I hear that beat, like oh shit, who just who just joined? <laughs> oh hey Jay, welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Everybody's been super nice, super cool. So you know, we'll see what it's like next week when I go up there. Nancy, shut up. Bro, be nice to Nancy. No. 
Nancy had a coffee this morning. She's in a good mood. Oh, God. Don't be bringing your negativity towards Nancy. <laughs> Let Nancy live. No. Don't be asking who on the call, bro. How, how was your week, sir? Uh, it was manageable. Manageable. It, it kind of just went by. I had a, you know, a four-day weekend, so I kind of was looking forward to that the whole time, and I did nothing with it so far besides rest. Told you I got eight hours of sleep last night. It felt good, man. Your body needs that rest, B. It does, man. And it's funny because when I went when I went to go work out, like it, that woke me up even more because that's a lot of sleep to get, bro. Like I'm a, I'm usually on six hours average. The extra two that was kind of kind of clutch and it made my body feel like real slow. How 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 is life working on six hours of sleep? Six a, hours. A consistent six hours of sleep. I mean, shit, man. It, or you're just kind of like used to it, do you, or do you feel any kind of fatigue? Uh, it's weird because when I get eight hours, I feel more fatigue. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got too much. I feel like six hours, it, it's going to get me, uh, 12, 12 hours of functionality throughout the day. Like I'm good for 12 hours. Then I might get sleepy again, you know, maybe about seven o'clock, eight o'clock that day. Take my nap, you know, wait, a, a nap at seven. I might take a nap later today. Okay. How long is this nap? Yeah, probably about 30 minutes. Oh, okay. It's one of those naps okay. where I wake up and don't know where I am. I have those quite often. <laughs> See, me, my level of laziness is on Infinity Stone level. Because I'll lay down and take a nap, and it'll be like three hours later. No, that's, not, that's nigga, that you went to sleep, nigga. And it's because I'm like, at that point, it's kind of like, I ain't fuck it. <laughs> Dog, that's a lot. Three hours, though? Because if for me to take a short nap, I have to set a timer. But then when I set that timer in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, I set a timer for 45 minutes. All right, I got probably about, you know, 38 minutes left. My naps are never planned, though. Like, it may, like, I know I'll sit there and be like, yeah, I'm about to take a nap. And that just means that I don't want to have my phone in my hand. I just want to chill. And then I'll doze off eventually. So to me, it's not like I'm finna, you know, set an alarm. I yeah. just I just doze off when I doze off. See, I have to set an alarm if I have something I need else I need to accomplish. Like the nap that I was trying to take before we did this. Mm-hmm. I had nothing left on the schedule but but this for the day. Like I, gotcha. I handled everything earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna straighten up and stuff, but but for the most part, nothing else. Nothing else. Gotcha. Well, I'm pretty sure these people don't want to hear about us taking naps and sleeping, but you know what you were doing when you clicked on this. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, you got my honeymoon story that is yet to be fulfilled. So you're welcome. Well, damn. So now you got the nap stuff. Now, like I said, this was just the, this was the layup line. You know, okay. we we ready for the for the tip off pause. Okay. Oh wow! So yeah, we did have a a poll this week. I like the polls because they get they make the shows easier. And I don't know how I be coming up with them sometimes. Probably because boredom. you're demented. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. The what I did this morning, I was just like just sitting there thinking because it's like I always come across people that don't seem like they're really doing what they want to be doing with their lives. Or they really seem like they're not really doing much with their free time. And so I was just like, you know, or, you know, do you feel like you can't do shit with your talent because you're too busy, or do you just not have any talent? And I mean, for the most part, I mean, I think most people know that they have a talent, unlike your stupid ass. <laughs> but, but I don't have a talent, bro. I just you be chilling. I would just be chilling. You don't think so? I probably got a talent. I, I'm, I'm too lazy to figure out what it is. Wow. So yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was. You know, I wasn't too shocked that people were like, you know, I'm just too damn busy, which is understandable. You know, I, I could say I'm too busy, but then again, I kind of feel like I explore my talents every now and then. I'm just not like fully 
into them, you know. Yeah, but I did I did find it interesting that um, a few people said that. Like we were, we were, we were even picking on Trey in the barbershop about this yesterday. Like he'll get up at like six o'clock on his off day and be fully dressed to do stuff at like six a.m. And he's like, you know, hey, that's I maximize, you know, my day. Like I get everything I can get done early. That way, I can slack the back half because I've taken care of everything. Trey is an interesting individual. Very interesting. He dresses up on an off day, fully dressed, like. You know, he's not lounging around the house in his PJs for the most part. You know, he's going to get up. He's going to get dressed. He's He said, you know, if his, his fiance's working, he's going to get the house straightened up. If it's one of them days, he got to cut the grass. He's going to get that out the way while it's still cool. Mm-hmm. You know, shoot to the store, you know, whatever. And he's going to eat. We know Trey, he'll hit Cracker Barrel. Trey's going to be at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. He's going to be at Papa Do's. He's going to be somewhere eating. Trey going to Trey. Yeah. But... That's a that's interesting. I, I didn't know he did that. That's a that's a new one. But um, let's get to the meat of the episode. Is, oh, it, okay. the meat? is it the meat of the episode? Is that or the is right it the potatoes? Is, is it the potatoes? I've never Ooh. heard that one before. How do you you never you you never heard? Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Oh, meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. together, together. Gotcha, Which right. one do you start with though? Me. If you order the pot roast and they bring you the pot roast, you got the pot roast, you got the potatoes, you got the carrots. Where do you start? I go into my vegetables first. You're a vegetable person. See, I would have started with the meat. It. I'm not going to eat all of it, though. I would have started with the meat. Huh, that's interesting. I mean, I eat my fries first. Do you? Yeah. Like, do you sit down and eat the fries first, or do you eat the fries first, like, while you drive? I don't sit down. I try not to eat when in drive. Me either. It's kind of uncomfortable. It's just a mess waiting to happen, in my it opinion. Really I'm, I'm not talented enough. I'm not talented enough to oh, eat and wow. drive. I think that takes away from the taste of the food. Yeah, it feels a little rushed. you're focusing on the road. It feels a little rushed. The brain is weird. Anyway, speaking of the brain being weird, mm-hmm. I know we're off the fucking rails, but I was going some. I was going somewhere this morning, and like I had, I get to the sign that says, you know, six ten east, six ten west. In my mind, like I know where I'm going, but the way I incorporate east and west is kind of like, all right, is the place I'm going towards Atlanta, or is the place I'm going towards Los Angeles? Interesting. Like I don't have like a smaller scale. Wow. Of like. Is this towards like the ship channel or is this towards Katie? Like my, which would be a lot easier. Which would be a lot easier. Like I don't go down to a smaller scale. Like, is this place towards Minute Maid or is this place towards Louisiana Street? Like I don't, I don't scale down like that. It's <laughs> always, is it towards Atlanta? Is it towards LA? Is it towards Arizona? Is it towards Georgia? Like it's, it's always a huge scale like that. This nigga said LA and Georgia. You thinking big, man? Like I I don't I don't know why I think like that, but I it has to be a, a large scale. It's like yeah okay yeah I just need to turn east, but yeah is east. Your body feels that. That's just how my mind processes it. Hmm. Like and it processes it fast, but for me to think on a smaller scale, it's gonna take me longer. Oh wow! It's wild. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Maybe that's why you deal with numbers. I'm not a numbers guy, so that's probably yeah that may be a numbers thing. Maybe. Yeah. But anyways, back to your meat. Pause. Wow. Meat and potatoes. And potatoes. Okay. So, would you rather be hated or ignored? I, t- I told you I'd rather be hated. Oh, man. We had, this was the most viewed poll we've ever had. Really? I don't know why. I don't know. Most viewed, but not most answered? No, no yeah, it was most answered, too. Oh, okay. It was most answered, too. It came out to be a 54, 56%, 44% with the uh, more people feeling like they, more people saying that they'd rather be hated. Um, 
We've had our conversations about this. No, no, because I didn't get into it. Let me tell you why I would rather be hated. And remember, he's saying that he'd rather be hated, and me personally, I'd rather be ignored. I would rather be hated because for you to hate me, you're going to have to expel some kind of energy. You are going to have to think of reasons and come to some kind of logical idea of why you hate me, which means that I'm going to be draining some energy from you. (laughs) So no matter what, I'm going to be a parasite on your mental because you're going and using energy to hate me. Because you're insane. Cause I'm insane. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I was telling somebody the other day. That's why people like. That's why people would rather be hated because they still want to have that rent space in somebody's head. I still have that rent space. I'm on your mind. That's fucking crazy. Like I just me. I personally to just, be to be ignored is just like somebody just said fuck you. Perfect. And stop. I'm good with that. <laughs> forget about me. Don't even forget I exist. I'm good with that. You know. You know how often that happens in my life. That's fine with me. People, a lot of people have forgotten about me. There's some people ignore me right now. Eh, it's fine. Isn't it, it? It, it? It actually is fine. It's kind of like, well, whatever. You know, that, just, that, that was your choice. You know, yeah. you choose to ignore me, whatever. But is but when somebody hates you, they have come up with. I mean, and, and there's probably some people that I've wronged mm-hmm. that hate me. I completely understand that. Yeah. Some people I probably haven't wronged, but they hate me anyways. Yeah. I understand Which that. Which those are the ones that bother those are the ones that bother me because like those people there for sure I feel like, why are you even thinking about me to the point where you wanna hate me? You know what I'm saying? Just just yeah. ignore me. Just yeah. just let, let it be. Like I don't need that energy. I need that energy. You're sick. Bring that hatred Everybody in. Everybody that voted hate is sick individual. It's a reason that you're hating me, and I want you to embrace it. I, it's not for me to embrace. I want you to embrace the hatred that you have towards me, because you need to get that shit checked out. <laughs> Clearly, you need to get something checked out, too. Hey, there's some people out there that, that I hate, but, like Joe Kim Noah, I hate him. Joe Kim Noah ain't did nothing to me, ever. But I don't like Joe Kim Noah. I just ignore these people. I, I guess that's another I can, thing. I can't too. ignore Joe Kim Noah because I hate him. And he has this rent space in my mind. Dang. He, he's, he's got a little a six by nine over here in the corner. Jesus Christ. What happened to you as a child? We ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> it, a lot of... It, it was... The weird thing about this conversation... I, when I, I came up with the conversation... I came up with the, uh, the poll before... I saw the Chappelle show, uh, the Chappelle show, the Chappelle Sticks and Stones. And um, one of the more, I mean, obviously I think that the stand-up was pretty funny. Um, but one of the more, more intriguing parts about it is when he talked about suicide and mass shooting. And I always, I always have my opinions about the uh, influx of suicides lately. And obviously we talked about mass shootings before. And I kind of feel like mass shootings and suicides kind of come from a place of you know, people that don't like being ignored. Very true. You know, people that feel like they don't have a a place in society, and it's like, you know what? If I do this, maybe I'm going to get your attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, some people don't like being ignored so much that they'll go do some shit, like go shoot up a school, because now you not, you not only can't ignore them anymore, now you hate them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they, they're, they're cool with being able to, you know, not necessarily because some of them don't live, but they're fine knowing that they've they have this legacy now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they're fine dying. 
Yeah. But it, it, you're going to remember the Columbine people. They had that you're going you to remember the Parkland shooters. Like you are, you are, man. And that's and that's wild to me. And I and I and, and that's not. And I mean, it just was something that came to my mind. And it's like with you saying what you said, it kind of gives me the answer I was looking for. Because it's like people kind of need to feel that they aren't just taking up space. And like you said, you want somebody to have to put that energy towards, you know, remembering, you know, what, what, like you, you hate me now. Think about why. Mm-hmm. Now, what you going to do when you see me? You know You're going to remember it. Yeah. You know, it's like, and, and, I, and it's, that's a wild thought. That's a wild thought, bro. I mean, cause it all comes down. Cause now the question is, why don't you like being ignored? I, I find um, ignoring people to be disrespectful. <laughs> I'd rather you hate me than ignore me. So, hate is more respectful? Hate is more respectful, yeah. What? It is. I, I find hate to be more respectful. And at least I know you hate me. I know for a fact you hate me. If you're ignoring me, it could be, you know, a number of things I have to assume. So you're like a control freak. No, I don't want, I don't want control. I just want answers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't have to control. Like, if you hate me, I'm not gonna be like, "Well, why do you hate me? What did I do?" And I'm and try to, you know, justify to explain my way out of it. Like, if you hate me, then you hate me. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. I will. I will know that. You will know that. We good. So, what do you do when you get ignored? Since you feel disrespected, like if somebody is blatantly ignoring you, what do you do? What is your What are your actions? I'm just curious. <laughs> I ignore them back. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> no, when people like when people ignore me, I have a calm about it. Because if if you're ignoring me and I reach out to you to say something and you never respond, my conscience is clear, knowing that I said that I I, I reached out, or you know, if I if it was either for whatever reason, like even if I didn't reach out to apologize, if I you know didn't know you were ignoring me and I and I hit you with some hey what's good and I didn't hear from you for like three weeks, hey you know whatever. All right, cool. I guess society has shaped me to be a person that's been that's gotten used to that because I kind of feel like it's just we become such poor communicators. I feel like I get ignored half the time. You know, like I mean, think about group chats and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like being ignored is to me is like it's a. But can you thing be can days. you be ignored in a group chat? Yeah, I think. But I think the purpose <laughs> of the group chat is to be ignored. Like wow. you don't put anything serious in the group chat. Like you Which don't, I rarely do any. I'm just saying. Like if I if I got something serious that I want to talk to the people in the group chat about, I'm gonna message people individually. Mm. Okay. So you kind of just feel like a group chat is a space where being ignored. Group, is very a highly, group chat is probable. social media. To yeah. me. Yeah. Like all right, I'm bored. Let me see what's going on in the group chat. I'm I'm 56 messages behind. Let me see what boys talking about. Shit. For me, that's like like 90 95 percent of my tweets get ignored. It is cool. It's fine. I'm, I tweet for myself. I do a lot of things for myself. I'm a selfish bastard. I, I definitely tweet for myself. Yeah, you, you do tweet some funny shit sometimes, man. And I just keep it, you know, this is this is, I just your thoughts. But, yeah. then, but then again, I don't I don't really I don't really tweet 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 to get a rise out of anybody, make anybody think. I just tweet for myself. Like, oh, this was an interesting fact. Boom, retweet. Send that out. This is right, a thought cool. that I have. This is a thought that I have. Why not give it to the Twitter This spirit? This song is jamming. Boom, I throw it up there. You might get three or four of my favorite lyrics from that song. I'm keeping keep it moving. Keep it moving. Okay. Yeah. Because in some, I think the reason that 
I don't mind being ignored is because I know that I'm not really being. I, I feel like I still don't feel like I'm really being ignored for the most part. Like you feeling I, like you're hitting your point, it's just not being acknowledged. Yeah, you know, like at the end of the day, I mean, I guess in a sense, I kind of could feel like it could relate to the hate thing because when I sit here and think about it, I'm like, well, I mean, it does take energy to ignore somebody too. So, it, but even though I'm not living for that, I still know that's the case. I mean, this is very true because. You're, it takes it takes energy to hate somebody. It takes energy to ignore somebody. When somebody says, "You know what? It's fine. I'm gonna pray for you." Now, if somebody tells me that they're gonna pray for me, bruh. That's like saying "fuck you," in my opinion. I don't like to, what people tell me that. To, to me, it's kind of like I have this. I have reached a new super saiyan level of destroying this person's person this person's perspective of me that they're just gonna pray for me now. But who are you praying to? I don't know who they pray. Whoever they pray I just, to. I've been told that many times. You know, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. Oh, well, okay. okay, well, people say that, but I'm talking about, like, when they say it as, you know, you know there's some tension between y'all. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to pray for you. I probably hear it once a year. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know who they praying to, though. I guess it doesn't matter, huh? <laughs> They, they're praying to their God for you. <laughs> I'm guessing because, I mean, they, they probably come back and be like, girl, you was wrong. Be oh, like, boy, you was wrong. Be, be, be like, dear God, I don't know if Emmanuel is one of your children, <laughs> but I just want to say a prayer for him, and I hope that he gets on a better path, a path of understanding and a path of righteousness. In Buddha's name, or... Allah's name. Prayer denied. Or, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody come for all that shit. You can't hit the return. To, you can't return the sender. You ask them. Nigga. You can't hit a mailbox fool. Ain't nothing changed. Come on, now, B. I said I don't know who they praying to or what they praying for. Wow. <laughs> just ignore me. That's why. Just ignore me. <laughs> cause, I, cause, like, seriously though, like on a whole, on a, on a societal perspective though, you know. I understand what ignoring someone does to the person that feels like they're meaningless. But at the end of the day, I feel like if somebody's bullying me, there's a possibility that they hate me. I would never want to be bullied. That shit, that shit, shit. I mean, looking at this, uh, this new Joker movie, um, it seems like, you know, there's probably going to be an emphasis on the fact that, you know, there was this guy that was, um, cause there, uh, this, Based on some of the, the clips I've seen, I didn't watch the late, the last trailer, but based on some of the clips I've seen in the early episodes, it seemed like you know he was just a guy. He was a street he was a street performer, and nobody gave a damn. And then, you know, once people start paying attention to him, then he start probably getting bullied and start getting made fun of. When, once people noticed him, and I'm like, see, when you was just a street performer, and nobody's paying attention to you. Your father was a lot more peaceful. Now they noticed your clown ass. Now they're bullying you. You feeling that hate? You're under this scrutiny now. And I, I don't. I mean, me personally, I could never be um, a president because I mean, I wouldn't want to get the type of hate that Obama got or Trump got because, like, just waking up, just knowing that, or if I tweet out something, I don't want to read this thread because they on my ass. Like, I wouldn't want that. I'd rather just get ignored. It's like it's like Chappelle said. You gonna go back 15, 20 years of my life and dig up some shit and make me try to answer for it today. That's some bullshit, man. Like, oh, man, it was, it was, it was that type of shit right there. When I think about society, like, I'm like, why are y'all so worried about some? Why y'all so worried about digging up somebody's past? And like, what is the goal here? Like, 
what is the why are you wanting to destroy somebody? Like how much hate do you have in your heart to where you want to, you know, destroy somebody's life? You know, based off some shit that you overlooked 20 years ago. Because a lot of people they be finding that shit. They be of age. They, I mean, Twitter ain't been around that. Twitter ain't been around that long. No. So most, most of these motherfuckers that be seeing this shit. I mean, they was following that person then too. Well, you ain't had that same energy then. Now all of a sudden you just, you just woke, and that bother you now. Shit is ridiculous, man. I, that shit really does bother me. That's why I, that was, that was one of his best punchlines, man. Cause you got these dumb motherfuckers out there talking about Trump. It's like, why you yelling Trump? Like, why is he even on your mind? Yeah, that's that hate. You got that's that hate. That's that hate. You can't <laughs> just, but but can you just ignore the president of the free world, the leader of the free world? People do anyway. Yeah, people, right. I said last time, people be pretending like they they go out and vote and do all kind of shit, but they be they be sitting on their goddamn phones all day just talking shit. And they, my point is, they ignore. They may not be ignoring Trump, but they ignore responsibility. Oh yeah, because they really feel like as a citizen or as a person that has the right to vote. A lot of them don't vote. I mean, it is what it is, and I, I don't, I don't feel a, a way about it, and you know, personally. But at the same time, I mean, that that's a you're ignoring it. Then, in my opinion, once again, by ignoring responsibility, I don't got, I don't have to talk to Trump. I don't follow Trump on anything. Nine times out of ten, if I see anything Trump related, it's, it's from somebody that hates him, mm-hmm. and the shit's hilarious to me. It's like, damn, that's that hate, man. Like, it, it, matter of fact, I mean, maybe maybe a more peaceful place if people did ignore him. Because ain't shit we can do about it. No. Cause I mean, I mean us, you just need to stay abreast of what's going on. Like, you just need to stay abreast of policies and, and procedures that are changing. Stuff like that that's going to directly affect you. But other than that, man, if that man tweeting about A$AP Rocky, let him tweet about A$AP Rocky. You haven't listened to A$AP Rocky in years. Bro, A$AP Rocky trash. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care if he hears his podcast. I don't see how a lot of these... Rap artists or even consider rap artists, man. These guys are just these guys. I don't know cornballs, man. I'm sorry, man. Like I told you, we gotta have this Lil Wayne conversation. He got an album coming out, funeral. Lil Wayne, yeah, it's dropping this year. Mm. We gotta have this Lil Wayne conversation. I never was a Wayne fan though, so I, I think that's why it'd be a more better a better conversation to have with Sean. I mean, I, I know Sean was. It, it must. It, it, I might have to have this with Sean because I was a big Wayne fan, and it's kind of like what year? Carter two, like oh five. So you got on with Carter too? You like no, this? no. Like I've I've been five hundred degrees. Block is hot. Lights oh. out. Way back. Damn. Like right after Hot Boys. Like when his solo career started. So ninety eight. Yeah. Damn. Like Carter one, Carter two, all the mixtapes, official, unofficial mixtapes. Like I was, I, I spent a lot of college with Lil Wayne. And you feel like he's he's falling from grace. I feel like as more dreads fall out of his head. So does the logical sense in his rhyme schemes. Damn. You follow him on anything? You been like seeing shit he be tweeting? No, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't keep up with him like that, but I do see his news from time to time. I mean, he is still Lil Wayne. He's he's still Lil Wayne. And like, and then he'll you'll get you'll hear like, uh, poison that he did with Swiss Beats. Okay, cool. Let me get excited because this is this is the Lil What's Wayne that? I like. Track he, he got on Swiss Beats album. Swiss Beats has an album. Swiss Beats has. Like maybe early part of last year. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's like okay, this is the one I remember. And then you hear that ride that with Juvie and uh, Birdman. It's kind of like what? That's a new song. Yeah. Oh my! It's like what? 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 It's trash. He he, bro. Like it's just it's just like he just got to like I'm just gonna throw words out and they just gonna eat it up. I mean, low key, that's what he been doing though. 
Exactly. But That's it why just, it's time to have this conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's, he, it was just more drugs involved, so he was probably tapping into a mental space that he can't tap into anymore because he's sober now. That's what I, That's my belief. I mean, he was on Sir's album. Sir had an album that came out this weekend called Chasing Summer. He was on there, but once again, I'm not, I don't look for Wayne, so I didn't find his ver- uh, verse to be like trash, but it didn't stand out compared to other shit that was and typically, on the album. Like, like typically, you want a Wayne verse to stand out. To be the still. It's still just, just kind of like, oh shit, this has got an Andre 3000 verse on it. Let me skip down to that. Oh, this got a Jay Z verse on it. Let me skip down that because I want to hear. You know, I want like these are the headliners. Yeah, 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 like you know, they're they're semi-retired or whatever, but you know they'll th- do a throwaway verse here or there, and it's kind of like you know I expect them to to just spaz for a good thirty-two bars just for my own amusement. When the last time Luda was on something? Damn, Luda was very underrated. I'd say unappreciated, just based on the fact that he did he did you know. He did some things, you know, on a number scale that was you can't forget about. Like he, you know, he he came right behind Nelly, so and he still held his own. He came behind Nelly and you really know, did hold his own. Back I, for the first time, classic yeah. word of mouth, classic. Chicken and beer is my favorite. Classic, you know, so. red light district. Uh, which he probably starts stumbling a little bit. Which which I which I had that I had that conversation in the barbershop. I said I feel like you're better artist. You're, you're a great artist. They probably stumbled around that third album. That fourth album is probably like that dedicated fans are going to find excuses to like the album. But that's when, and if they even make it to a fourth album, I feel like those are your, your bigger artists. I feel like after that third album, it's going to make or break them. I think that I think that first album is, is probably what the label wanted you to be. All hype. That second album is more you. That Pretty much. third album is probably all you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like I said, if you even make it to that fourth album, says a lot. Yeah. More, by that time, it's probably more dedicated fans. And if your fan base is just large, it's just large. Yeah. Because I don't even know if Nelly made it to three or three albums. Did he make it to three or did he make it to four? Nelly had albums. It was it was Country Grammar. That was um, Nellyville. Mm-hmm. Then well, Nellyville was, did the most. Nellyville did they, the they, most. They did. Went Diamond. What ne- about Sweat and Suit? Sweat and Suit. And after that, it gets, it gets kind of iffy. Or this it, it was, it was like it, 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 I don't know. That was I think that was an album like five or something like See, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, it gets kind of blurry. Yeah, it gets blurry. You know? So, because I mean, I can't really say that happened to Drake because I feel like Drake is in a, a unique era where I don't even think it's about the music anymore. I I really just feel like it's, it's, it's about a persona. the celebrity. That's it's all about it the persona. Because it really shocks me that like people got hyped for Young Thug's album. I'm like. I like Young Thug, but his music is not that great, in it's, my opinion. It's, it's, it's like with Drake, you were you were captivated because he would rap and he would sing and he was light skinned and he was Canadian. Like he came in, yeah, and he just a backstory. He just made he just made a lane really because like there's nobody out there doing what he's doing. Definitely. And now he's been consistently doing it for like ten years now. Yeah. And so a lot of people say Drake doesn't even have a classic album in his in his catalog. I mean, quality wise. I said, I'd I'd say he probably started struggling around that third album. What what was that? Nothing was the same. It was a hit in the sky, right? Yeah. Okay. I actually like that album. Uh, that people. That's, dude, a, that's what that's you a said. Good your album. favorite. So what? I, 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 take care. And nothing was the same. Were my two favorite Drake albums. So which is the second and third? And, and what happens in the fourth? What was the fourth? I don't know what I don't know what his fourth <laughs> album was. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's was the, was that if you're reading this is too late? Did that count? I don't know. <sighs> It's only like two tracks I like off of that. What about the one with Future? 
it's like one or two tracks I like off of that. I don't know if that one counts. But like even even with um Take Care or Thank Me Later, like that one jammed. But like whenever I go listen to it, it's like, all right, I'm gonna listen to these three songs where he got Jeezy, Jay Z, and Lil Wayne, and then maybe the Shut It Down record with with the Dream. But then it's like, all right, I, I really don't care too much for the rest of it. Cause like in that time, it's like you came out, you did an album, and most of these songs just have two verses. That shit was crazy at that time. Like, where's this third verse? Yeah, it's a it's a, the the rap game is a, is an interesting um, dynamic. I think like I said before, I think it's a I think uh, the rap game is more personality than character now. It doesn't it doesn't really matter what you're putting out. It's just simply who you are. You, you you're selling yourself, and the music is a sub product. Pretty much. But I mean, but then you have people like Post Malone, where the sub product is your craziness. <laughs> The music is the primary product because yeah. the music jam. I, I I I have to admit, Post does jam. People people don't like Post based on the fact that they say he's not rap. But I'm like, I'm sorry, like a lot of this shit getting put out right now. I don't know what the fuck it is either. Like, I mean, why do you have to classify it? Because they want to. Because so I don't you, think so I don't think Sway, Sway Lee is rap. No, I don't think so either. So I'm like, and so I do mean, you just call it hip hop, or is know. that just urban? Like, I th- I think hip hop is just pop music now. At the end of the day, I mean, let, when we when you really sit here and think about the greats, you're really looking at the greats from a time perspective because, like, people don't really want to hear. I mean, be honest, like, the people that the reason Jay-Z is still successful is because his fan base is still supporting him. But, like, a lot of these youngsters, bro, they don't give a fuck about Jay-Z. No. They don't care about what he's talking about. There's, you know? there's a whole generation of music listeners that, that's – Never listen to Jay Z. Like there's Ever. A, there's a whole generation of basketball fans that never seen Jordan play. Exactly, and that, that's where we are now. And as, and you you can't get mad at them for Curry and Braun and KD being their favorite players. No, they they never seen Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I know. Matter of fact, I know some that never seen Carmelo at his prime. Yeah, you know, shit. My son, one of them. My son does not remember Carmelo in Denver at all. Don't remember braided up Mellow. Nope. He thought he thought the best Mellow was New York Mellow because he dropped at sixty three. I was like, Man. fuck no. So hey, he didn't that, take, that Denver Mello He took was, motherfuckers to the Western Conference Finals. Don't ever forget. On that. his back. You know what I'm saying? With J.R. Smith on that team. Bruh. <laughs> and, like, motherfuckers don't know that. Like, I'm like, bro, he's not even close to that right now. Not even close. And um, that's and I it. think he's the last to know that. Oh, man. That, that, brings, you, that brings me to an interesting thing, man. Like, when I'm thinking about, you know, talent, you know, versus being too busy, it's like, I kind of feel like he's in one of the, in that realm where he's like he don't have nothing else, like that's the one thing that he has, and it's like damn, like after this, what's next? You know, what I'm saying like what businesses do you hear about Melo being a part of? I mean, is Melo even business minded? He doesn't have all this extra stuff going on like a LeBron James does. Yeah, it's just he's, to, to occupy his time. He's just a hooper, as far as I know. I could be wrong. Yo, definitely, I'm just saying. But from the looks of it, he's just a hooper. I mean, shit. I mean, Iverson was kind of like that. You know, outside of the fact that he kind of just had a brand that was his his personality, his who he was. Yeah. I mean, other than that. But see, Melo doesn't even have that because Iverson had that brand already. Like that, yeah. that's, that's he the changed Iverson the game. Brand. Yeah, Iverson changed the game. Had niggas having to come with suits on and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. But Iverson, that's who Iverson was. But like Melo was kind of like uh, it gets me to thinking. Like damn, like. You limit yourself, put all your eggs in one basket, and it's like, bro, you just, I guess you just enjoy your money. I mean, if 
you put all your eggs in the golden basket, then, you know, go right ahead. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you at all. Hey, you made $30 million and didn't play but six games one year. Didn't Atlanta have to pay him, too? Yeah, Atlanta had to pay him. Damn, and the Rockets. Atlanta paid him like 27 of that 30. Oh, man. Just for just and then the Rockets gave him another one and a half. Damn. And that's why nobody want to fuck with him no more. That, that veteran's minimal. He was a scapegoat in Houston, though. He definitely was. He was a scapegoat. None of that was none of that was Melo's fault. Yeah, yeah. Like was, this was your offense. You're mad. You bought a guy in that takes long twos, and you got mad at him. <laughs> take long twos. He does. He takes long twos. Hey, like, like my bad. And he, yeah, he was. Yeah, he apologized. My bad. I'll take a step back. You knew his game before you got him here. Real talk, real talk. Like, why are you mad at him for taking these long twos? That's what he does. Oh, he messes up the, the continuity of the team. This team has no continuity. They really don't. It hasn't had continuity since 2015 when you had Dwight here. Damn. That's crazy, bro. Say, but bro, it, NBA starts up in like six weeks, man. Then that's the, the NFL start next week. Yeah. yeah. You know, but anyways, that's an inter- that's, that's interesting topic, though. When I think about it, when I think about talent and, and, and not, like, that's scary. Like, I can only imagine what goes on in the mind of a person that feels like they don't have any talent. Because, like I said, I know you're bullshitting. But what I goes on in your mind? I think people don't realize that something they do is talented. Or they don't dig. I, I think people overlook a lot of things. Like, I was talking to one of my homegirls about her resume a few days ago. And she was like, you know, hey, this is what my resume looked like. I was looking at it like this. And I was like, well, don't you do this? And she's like, yeah, I do that. But, you know, that's not a big deal. I was like, when you say it like this, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But when you put it in corporate terminology, it is a big deal. Shit. So a lot of a lot of people just like, oh, man, yeah, I'll yeah, sing in the shower. Yeah, whatever. It's like, no, but you really can sing. You just do it in the shower. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what, whatever, you know, you, you might be just naturally technologically savvy and he's like oh yeah yeah i can build a computer but that's not a big deal it's like yes it is on a small <laughs> scale because you can build a computer you think that yeah but it's cats that build computers and makes those smaller at apple that's making buku bucks yeah yeah being an innovator is a talent but i i, I think it, it also comes down to you know you stay in that comfort zone and you get afraid to take that risk like you know, hey, I'm I'm pretty decent at this. How can I how can I, you know, capitalize? I'm I'm decent at it and I enjoy it. How can I do better? Like, do I take a class or am I not in the right town to explore this 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 talent that I have? Mm-hmm. And you gotta take risk. You gotta get out of your comfort zone. Do you think we live in a world where we could take risk anymore? Like as far as like, you know, an economy where you could just like take risk? You're definitely not in an economy where you can take risk. You think so? But definitely I think can. people take risk all the time though. Financially? Yeah, man. I think I think going to Starbucks every day is a risk. Not if you budget right. Shh. But then again, right? I, I know people that pay credit with credit these days. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. You know, I'm not picking on the people that drink Starbucks every day. I just think, like, think about that, though. That's what, six, seven dollars? You know what Easily. I'm saying? Easily. And, and, if, and if, you, if you feel like you don't have a talent, I mean, if you feel like you have a talent, I doubt it costs your talent $35 a week. Just saying. You know, like, so... Uh, I think people take a lot of weird risk that don't really add up to anything beneficial. That's mm-hmm. my point. And I think that's I think that's weird. We're in weird times right now. So it's, it's about taking calculated risk, which I think life is, life is about taking yeah, calculated matter risk. Matter of fact, Ash, she took a calculated risk. Very calculated into insurance, risk. insurance. Yeah. You know, and I thought, you know, coming from accounting, which to me, the reason I feel like that's a calculated risk is because clearly... As a woman, I, and I had I talked to somebody about this. As a woman, I kind of feel like they always have an edge when it comes to customer service or selling. 
They just a lot of them don't realize it. A lot of them probably feel like, well, well, it's not too much of an edge because you got people out there that try to take advantage of you. But I kind of feel like, as somebody that picks up the phone, if I get a woman, I think more than likely it's gonna be, you know, it, the energy like kind of like what Sean said a couple a couple episodes ago. It's like I'm more comfortable talking to a woman about certain things, and I've realized that about a lot of men, they're more comfortable talking to a woman about something, especially when it comes to like making a deal or negotiating something, because I don't know if it comes from a place of trying to take advantage or if it comes from a place of, I know this woman's going to be more honest. I feel like I, I get more of a sense of patience with women too. Okay. Like if I call customer service and I get a man, like I, I, I immediately feel combative. Wow. But like, if it's a woman's like, okay, you know, cause, cause I, I've always been taught to talk to women with respect. Like, and not that I'm just going to be disrespectful to a man, but you take it down a, a level. Cause and you it, call me with that bullshit. You, I'm going to get hit on your ass. Say, <laughs> Then I'll be like, I'll be like, what's your address, nigga? I'm about to pull up. I'm pulling up. <laughs> but no, I feel you on that though. Like, that that does make sense. You you get a man, and it's almost like you already know he he probably feel like, well, he calling me, and he should know what the fuck he want because this is a man. I kind of, but see, that's funny though because in a sense that means that a man will probably talks down to a woman because he probably feels like this woman is calling, don't know what the fuck she want. So let me kind of baby her through this because I already know she's dumb. But see, when I when I'm calling customer support or something, I am t- I am acknowledging. Okay, I don't know how I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing what I'm doing, or I can't fix what I'm doing. So I'm the dummy right now. Hmm. That's just how. Like I, I've never been like. Well, I know I did this right, or I know this. I I come to that with an open mind. It's like, look, I tried to do this. It doesn't work. But I do get frustrated when you're telling me to do stuff I already did. <laughs> I like restart the computer. Yeah, restart the like, computer. Yeah, everybody did. I know that. I was like, look, my man, I'm 31. I don't care if you're female or male. I'm saying my man. Look, my man, 31. So, you know, whatever you would tell the older generation, we ain't got to go through that. Like, I call, I got my work phone the other day in the mail. And I was like, you know, call tech support to get it set up. Like, All right, cool. So I called tech support. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you got, you got your iPhone. I was like, yeah, I just need to set it up. He's like, all right, cool. You're going to need to make a, an Apple ID. All right, bro. Like, I got a, I got a personal iPhone that I use. <laughs> so I understand this. So, okay. It's also 2019. We, we, all right, I was like, all right, cool. We're going we gonna to rock. And he's like, he's like, well, you can use your personal Apple ID. It's like, no, nah, I, I like to keep my stuff separate. I don't want my personal and my work overlapping. Just keep so separate. you got two phones now. I've been at two phones. Oh, I didn't know that. I had two phones at the last job. You fucking with me for having two phones. Oh, because you carry yours. <laughs> I carry mine. I had two at that time. I was on lunch break. Okay, but but now with this job, God. I'm going to have to carry this one. For now. Like, like probably, yeah, it's going to be on me as much as my personal one is. Gotcha, gotcha. Because, like I said, I'm... I have work hours, but I don't have work hours. Mm. So if some, if I get an email say, Bing, I need you to go look at this... You know, and, I, I'm in a, and I'm in a position where I can. You're going to go look at I'm it. I'm going to go look at it. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. That's what happens when you're salary and you're working in a, a situation where you're supposed to be flexible. Yeah. I'm probably going to um, play, like, some weird, weird music over this, but let you know, like, I was looking at the org chart. Yeah, yeah, like, like I was like, shit. That's tough. 
shit. I'm going to be accountable for some shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a hierarchy I don't want to be a part of. I'd yeah, like I'll to be a little bit lower on there just for now. Just a little bit lower. I'm still, I'm still, I mean, even, even with my boss, is like, okay, here's another person that he works with him. Here's another person over here. You know, But there's like, I'm, I'm right there. From a corporate level, I'm still kind of immature. Like I just like I kind of from like a life level, I'm off. still fucking immature. Yeah, like I like to kind of fuck off a little bit. Like it's, it's funny when my people just be looking at me like, "Man, you do such a good job." I'll be like, "Bro, I be bullshitting. I don't even know how I got here." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for them to call my bluff <laughs> so I can hit the SpongeBob. All right, I'm about to head out, <laughs> bro. I swear, SpongeBob. And SpongeBob means circulates. At least every six months, a new one. Cause uh, I forgot what was it was it Patrick last year uh, with the hands. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just take Meg the Stallion's knees and put them on Derrick Rose? <laughs> oh yeah, no, but um, yeah, that that fucking Marilyn Howard, bro. You seen that shit? They be they seventy two zero. Nine didn't see it. Yeah, Marilyn got him seventy two. I think seventy nine to zero. And it was it was a picture of SpongeBob like all right I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I think he had a Howard hat on. Like, Bro, you waited to seventy two zero. Say when you hit that when you hit that twenty one zero. Right, in the first you got to pass the stick. This game over. <laughs> pass the stick. stick put a different quarterback. Imagine put a whole new team in. All the people that was red shirted they can play now. It's kind of like all right we just gonna run these Madden pick a plays God, now. <laughs> seventy nine zero opening night. I mean opening day though. That, that's a money grab, though. Like, my school would do those money grabs where it's like, all right, we're going to go play UT and let UT beat the brakes off of us 62-0. to zero. But UT's going to cut us a check. That's I probably that's gonna, how it works. That's probably going to fund our athletic department for the next two or three years. Man, that's how I heard that's how it works. Because, like, um, was it A&M Clemson? No, it was A&M uh, Texas State. Yeah. But I heard that was a good game, though. I didn't watch it. Oh. One, of, one of my coworkers, mm-hmm. former coworkers, he texted me. He's like, he's like, Jay, you watching the game? I was like, no. He's like, you gonna support your alma mater? I was like, huh? So I pull up the schedule. I was like, my school isn't even playing tonight. Oh, he thought you went to A&M? He thought I went to Texas State because oh. he went to A&M. He was just trying to talk some shit. Oh, he the one who I talk shit. Oh, he okay. talk. So I was like, bro, I went to Sam Houston. I was like, it's the other black guy, Billy, that went to Texas State. Oh, man. So then he jumped in another group chat and say, Billy, you watch your alma mater? <laughs> Football fans are fucking hilarious, man. They just love talking shit to people. But I like I like when I talk to certain football fans and I can like, like sit there and reason, but I'll be like, hey, bro, y'all just did some stupid shit. Like, accept it. See, that's what I was, like, in, in one of my group chats, my homeboys from college is like, Jay, you're a logical Cowboys fan. Like, you know when y'all fucking up. Mm. Say, most Cowboys fans are illogical. And I was like, yeah, we are. They just excited, man. They excited, bro. Yeah. It's 16 weeks of this, man. Yeah, for the most part. And then, and then I was like, I was like, low key, we about as excited as Texan fans are. Oh man! At the end of the day, we really are. I, I see, I see no difference in the fan bases. And they're highly Hispanic. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> like highly Hispanic, bro. Like it's it's funny. Yeah. But I don't know if we got sports fans. I never know if we have sports fans out there. Like I mean, obviously we know some of the guys. We never get sports feedback. We don't. But it doesn't seem like it annoys people. Did you did did we get a list from Carmen? Oh man, I I, I didn't on check the Facebook thing. Uh, I yeah. I mean, did you ever come up with your own red flags? You just said that one. The vibe is the red flag. I didn't come up with my own red flags. I didn't either. I didn't. I didn't think I needed to. I guess we'll just wait around to see if she comes up with one. 
Um, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I guess we could have reached out to her directly, but uh, that's just not what we do. Yeah, my communication skills are still poor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on that. You're not. <laughs> You're stuck in your ways. But anyways, bro, did you see that uh, video I sent you, man, about uh, the little uh, Armitage, Armitage guy? That shit was fucking scary, man. This dude, for everybody out here, just, uh, what was his first name? I don't know. I'm just going to, I'll insert it right here. Okay. Cool, and then you, cause you don't need the visual, you can just listen to it. Our next guest is a true American hero, and he's only eight years old. Last week, Lucas Armitage bravely defended his family and his home when he stopped an intruder all by himself just by using his daddy's gun. That's right, and Lucas and his dad, Jack, are with us in the studio this morning. Good morning to both of you. Hi, guys. Good morning, Tracy. Now, Lucas, can you tell us what happened? I heard the noise, and I got up from bed and went into the kitchen to where Dad keeps the gun. So you found it all by yourself, right? I take it out a lot. Sometimes I just look at it. Right, now, <laughs> it was a burglar, wasn't it, Lucas? He was trying to steal things. He looked hungry. When he saw I had the gun, he put his hands up and said, please don't shoot. But you didn't listen to him, did you? I know it would be easy to shoot him. Just aim and pull the trigger. Mm. That's right. Well, and that's exactly what you did, you right? You shot him in the leg, didn't you? You put one right through the kneecap, right? Yeah, it was like, bang, really loud, and he fell down screaming. And there was lots of blood coming out. Lucas, you really are a hero. He started crawling away and crying, so I shot him in the back. Yeah, you must be so proud of your son, Jack. Oh, and then of he course. stood over Wouldn't him be. and shot him like, bang, bang. Back. Well, that's one crook that's not going to be breaking into anybody mm -hmm. else's mm -hmm. home, is he? Yeah. He wouldn't stop talking, so then I shot his jaw. Well, how'd you manage to yeah. do that, Lucas? Either you shoot at the temples and pull down, or you shoot at the side of the skull wall. It's the weakest part of the skull. He's right. That's very sophisticated started, knowledge there. Yeah, but then he started screaming, Ugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I shot off each one of his fingers, and then he stopped screaming. So, Jack, it was the screaming you heard that woke you up so you could call the police? No, no. Actually, it was uh, Lucas laughing that woke me up. I had never heard the kid laugh so hard. <laughs> There was blood all over me. Yeah, he smeared it all over himself. Really? Oh, I liked the way the blood made me feel. Oh, oh now yeah. your school gave you a special award for courage, mm -hmm. right? We have a, a photograph of that award ceremony. Let's take a look. Oh, Lucas, you didn't even change your shirt before you got your award. Well, why would he change his shirt? That's his honor shirt. Oh. I want the blood. Oh. Yeah, it must have been uh, fun getting that award at school, right? I and, want uh, the blood. Well... He's gotten a little shy now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack Armitage, thanks so much for being here. Lucas, thank you for your heroic work. Absolutely. Now, you stick with us because after the break, some warning signs that your pet may be a CIA mole. Dog, this motherfucker was like, I, first of all, I don't know where this shit is from, and I'm into a lot of I, I'm movies. glad it's fake. I hope it is. I'm glad it's like like it was one point for I don't, a while. I don't, I don't notice any of those actors though. For a while, I thought it was real until it, it got to a point. I was like, okay, this is fake. This dude's on stage with a bloody shirt, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, bro, like seriously, he's wearing this as a trophy, and y'all are okay with this? Now that was creepy. Bro, I was like, I was like, cause cause it took you two minutes to be like, oh, this is fake. Oh, okay, this is fake. I mean, because once again, I, I ain't been on Twitter that long. That's your first time seeing that video? That is my first so time seeing new. that video. Oh, my. Now, I mean, that doesn't mean it's pretty new. Like, I have I have my moments where I'm heavy on Twitter, and, and then I have my moments where I'm just, like, not on Twitter at all. That shit right there, man. That shit wild. I mean, I don't even know if I can necessarily laugh at that, but I did, because that's like that dark humor thread. Boy, that dark humor thread had me laughing, bro. They was getting them anti-vaxxers, bro. 
Bro, the funny thing about the dark human thread, I showed, I was in the barbershop, but I showed Trey, and Trey's like, I don't know if that's funny or not. And I was like, <laughs> because, see me, I'm weird because I was laughing my ass off, especially the one I sent you about, like, you playing dead at the school shooter come by, you hear him undoing his belt, bro, <laughs> talking about he, yeah, this boy always had the fattest ass. Dog, honestly, I see that shit and I think of Chappelle, like, I think of Chappelle, bro, because, like, there's certain shit that Chappelle would say that... If you're just like not familiar with his work, that shit will make you uncomfortable. And I think that that's understandable. Although I think the truth often makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Um, but, but it was, but that dark humor though, like that shit, I, that's always just kind of been like a thing that I kind of will laugh. Like dark humor never has me crying. Yeah. Like, certain certain humor happened. It just was like, oh, that's that fucked shit, up. That shit, I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. Like that's that's the dark humor. And it's like. I kind of got used to that once black people got a hold of memes. I kind of feel like black people in general, black Twitter, black Tumblr, they made memes dark. Because yeah. at first, memes were kind of corny and innocent. Like you had the annoying girlfriend, you had the uh, douchebag dude with the uh, with the Burberry uh, hat. Was it Burberry or some shit like that? And he was like douchebag Brad or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Then you had, you know, you had, they were all kind of innocent and wholesome type. You know, and I'm not saying all of them were. Some of them were fucked up, but. Once black Twitter and black Tumblr got a hold of shit, shit got real fucked up. I mean, I honestly feel like once we kind of dominated the internet, not saying it got super negative, but you definitely start seeing more fights, more people getting knocked out. I mean, you start that video, that video I, sh I sent you with old boy, his girl was fighting, and then he just went to the car and got the hammer. Bruh, he just started shooting <laughs> like, dog, just, you can't take the L. Bro, that's your girl getting whooped. She should learn how to fight. No, first of all, <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna size up the competition. Cause see, women they'll put their man out there to get his ass beat in front of them. See, I'm gonna size up the competition. Be like, all right, I know my baby can't fight, and I know this chick look like she can fight, so I'm gonna de-escalate. And by de-escalate, I mean I'm gonna hype it up like my baby bad, but I'm gonna pull off. You better, you better be like, I'll let, I'll let my girl get dead in your motherfucking ass. No, baby, chill, chill, chill. You don't need to, no, but get in the car, babe, babe, get in the car. No, get in the car. But you ain't always gonna be around. Yeah, if she on, if she out there on her own, like, <laughs> say, look, babe, you out here wilding and you can't fight. You got to stop. <laughs> that is a bad combination. I'm, I'm going to have this conversation at home. I'm not going to have this conversation with you at public. Look, baby, you can't fight. You got to you gotta do some anger management. Didn't it happen tomorrow? Because every, every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, uh, no, no. Um, Mike Epps on All About the Benjamins. When he's, when he's like, man, baby, they got me. When I got out and I just, you know, hit me. Oh, like yeah, yeah, she's like, sure, yeah, baby, yeah. you know you can't fight. Dog. <laughs> that's a sad reality that some people just got to face. Everybody out here just throw every, hands every, Everybody just, just, just had to scrap their way through life. That's why niggas just pull out shooting, bro. I'm pulling out shooting. Because I ain't scrapped my way through life. It was another one where this lady was. Actually, I'm too old to be getting into in, in any kind of altercation know, like man. that now. You going to jail now? Yeah. He's going straight to jail. Yeah. I don't see how people get away from jail when they get in the fights. And it, that's why I, I kind of hate the camera aspect of society now where they want to record everything. We're like, bro, like, you just record that man get slept in the subway. And at the end of the day, like, that dude was just trying to get his food. Now he got a case because you recorded his ass. He got slept in the subway. I was like, uh, let me get the Italian BMT on, on weed. Yeah. <laughs> got his food. Ste right? Stepped over, old boy. Excuse Yo, me, sir. I was over Ty Lue. <laughs> like, golly. Like, it, it, it's on video. That's kind of what, like, little angry midget man. That's why he in jail now. It's like DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, man. Like, How you felt about that, man? 
okay, you don't make threats to anybody like that. Period. Man, woman, whatever. You don't make those kind of threats. But I say that to say, like I always say with these videos, they start at a certain point, they end at a certain point. I don't know what she said that got him there, aside from that he can't have his son to go to whatever wedding he was trying to go to. And I don't know what was said after he said that. So it's kind of like you take this one piece and you make a whole story around it. She could have said, you know, no, you can't have your son. You know, my my new man taking us to Six Flags this weekend and he can't go with you because he's taking us because he's a better daddy than you. You know, she could have riled him up. Not saying she did. It's a possibility. And then all we get is the recording of what he said. That's that Chappelle moment. But what he said, he was like, well... What'd she do? <laughs> like, like, like it's fucked up, but you gotta ask that. It's like, why, why is he, why is he like this? Oh, he always like this or something like that. You know, like you, you still gonna get three stories: his, hers, and the truth. I'm gonna say it like this, man. With 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 Boogie Cousins, he definitely has some psychological issues that went unchecked, just based on the fact that he's a seven foot black guy. And I think people just said swept it under the rug because they was like, he gonna bring us money one day. Mm-hmm. Cause that dude got it. He got problems, bro. It's it's, I, it's like those NFL running backs run people over and can't read the Dr. Seuss book. Man, I'm scared for the chick that he's with now. I'm I'm serious, man. Like you got to think about that. Like that's a red flag. See, but see, I, but I also think, I think he talks to women like that because oh, men call his bluff. You remember? You remember he talk all that shit. Zach Randolph's like, Shh, shit. bullets get bullets. And he ain't playing no games with you. He want nothing. He didn't want nothing to Zebo. Dang. Alabama boy is a different breed, though. So I mean, I, I don't know if it was like, all right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chill now. We'll talk later, you know, type shit. But then again, you know, Zebo was out there moving that weight. Bro, <laughs> they said Zebo would play. I, I think I've said this on the show before. Zebo would run a game in Memphis, and then he'll be on your porch shooting dice later that night. Dang. Worth millions, but he out here shooting dice. He's from one of the most dangerous cities in in Texas. No surprise. He's from Beaumont, right? Or is he from PA? I don't know where. Well, is Zach Randolph from Texas? I thought he was. I, I know Kendrick Perkins, Perkins is. I could be wrong. Yeah, my bad. I could be wrong. But I, I know. Well, it, damn, if that's the case, then that make a lot of sense, too. But, yeah, man, people be sleeping on them smaller cities, man. I actually had that conversation the other day because um, everybody's always talking about how Chicago's so violent. I'm like, bro, Chicago always violent on the, uh, where you from, like Memphis or something? Indiana. Oh, shit, really? Interesting. Well, so, but Kendrick Perkins is from Beaumont or Portland. Yeah. Okay. That's fucked up. I just mixed up two black guys. They, they are two big black guys though. But now, now you sound like my coworker. Uh, well, you are from you are Texas State alumni. I did go to a college <laughs> in Texas, just as he did. Hey. <laughs> just as the other black guy did. <laughs> but now we was having this conversation about you know why do we think that you know these smaller cities are are violent like this? And so we were talking about like East St. Louis, Newark, and Little Rock. And I'm like, bro, like. Those cities are way more violent than Chicago, but it's the fact that Chicago is this mainstream tourist site, and it's like it's wild because like if you if you peep the tourist sites in Chicago, it's full of white people. You'll be shocked, but like oh, I've, I've toured in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's I, right. I felt super safe except for that that altercation that happened at Macy's. Oh yeah, boys are boys took off running, huh? Or did you just duck? 
I got I ducked into one of the local local establishments. Oh, okay, so that they knew to protect you. They knew what was going on already. They used to that type of shit. I don't know if they knew, but I knew. Oh, okay. I knew to come in here and go under this escalator. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying, I'm trying to tell my girlfriend, hey, get get the fuck out the window. Quit trying to look at shit. <laughs> Quit trying to look at shit. Quit trying to look at shit. But no, nah, but yeah, we was having a conversation about that. And we was like, I basically feel like it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, and, and I just curious, what was he from in Indiana? Uh, Marion. Hmm, interesting. Okay. I know. That's exactly. Um, I kind of feel like it's like that with Flint, too. Like, Flint, Michigan was a fucking violent. Like, that was, the, you know, the murder rate out there was pretty bad, too. And I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the, the poverty. poverty and education. But a lot of it has to do with people don't have shit to do. <laughs> like, and, that, and, and I try to tell people that's how poor people end up with a lot of kids. You have no entertainment but fucking. That's where it comes back to. What talents do you have? You have no no entertainment but fucking. Some of the most successful people wait a lot later in life to have kids. For for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. Because they have talents to occupy them. They have talents to occupy them and they try to get this debt off their motherfucking back. Yeah, yeah. They want to get to this money. I mean, you got to get some debt off your back before you get some more debt on your back. Yeah, because a child is dead. It's, it's it's fun debt. It's fun debt. It's worth, I, I it's guess worth I don't know. Debt. I don't have any children. It's worth it, debt. Don't don't go down that sad road. It is sad road. It ain't no sad road. It is. You got P town. <sighs> P town's expensive as shit. Oh, I can imagine. I can. I tell people all the time, man. You get you a little girl. Some rap for P- your financial. P town randomly ran up to me and said, "I want a JoJo Siwa doll for for my birthday." What? All right, cool. Some YouTube, some YouTube person. Oh, okay. Look, this doll sixty dollars. What do you do with the doll? It's a doll. I don't oh. give a shit. Oh, I say it's not like an Ashley O doll. <laughs> no, it's not like the Ashley O doll. And it's weird because I tweeted this like a few weeks or a month or so back. It's like when you were a child and you you asked for something and your mom said, "Nah, that's twenty five dollars." You was like, "Damn, it's only twenty five dollars." But when you're an adult and you see something that's twenty five dollars, you're like, "Damn, that's twenty five dollars." Yeah, man. You have the, the the value of money now is different. It's like, damn, I gotta spend twenty five dollars on that. I kind of feel like that when my son asked me for money to go to a football game the other day. I'm like, damn. It's like, do I does he really need to go to this football game? Like, you don't you don't get in with your student ID. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You yeah. trying to eat too? Damn. We got food in the fridge. <laughs> Wait, that live streaming this, live casting this. Like, can you watch this? This, this, this ain't on ESPN thirty six. <laughs> God damn. But but once again. That's when you wait. You grow up and you realize, though. I mean, becoming an adult is a trap. I, I, I mean, but but you at the same time you get it. You remember being at the game Friday night? I got it's get, a good experience. I got to get my Frito pie, my Gatorade. I got to holler at the shorties. You know, I'm there. Yeah. You got to be in the mix. Yeah. And I and I don't ever want to take that away from them. You know. But at the same time, like, don't get don't get carried away. Don't get too mixy. You know. what I'm saying this was opening night. I feel you. You I get you get opening night. You get homecoming, and if you get the rivalry game. Every now and then. It depends on how I feel. Depend, yeah, of course, of course. You know, you've been acting up or whatever, you know. If you've stuck with us this long, you are a champ. Because I don't know what the fuck we talked about this episode after about the 20-minute mark. Just be honest with you. Say, we, 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 we made an hour, bro. We did? Yeah. Oh, my God. We, do, some, we do this podcast and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we do. We do, man. We do. Have you? What podcast have you been listening to lately outside of When We Feel Like It, um, Joe Budden? Uh, of course I listen to my sports ones. I listen to my Bo Money. I listen to my High Noon. How you been doing, man? Bo Money, H Town native. He 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 just got Same back off from vacation. 
Really? Where, where, where do you go? I don't know. I don't care. He's studying, bro. I don't care where he went on vacation. Eddie. I mean, because I know he talks about it on his podcast from time to time. Yeah. Does he still go like? Does he go out with that guy? He always talk about how he goes out with this one guy, Jose or something. Or Pablo. Yeah. Who no, he, he he's he vacations alone. He's an interesting guy, man. Very interesting. Hmm. I know he'd be out there getting it. Think so? He got to be, man. Successful thirty-nine-year-old black man. Come on, man. Very articulate. Very articulate. Talks fast as shit. Have you ever listened to his podcast like a, a, a one and a half time the speed? Nah. My goodness. <laughs> I did that shit by accident one time. I was like, hold up. What the fuck? But see, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to take a podcast break this week. Okay. Like, I'm not even going to listen to our episode when it hits. Okay, that hurts, but okay. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to take a full seven days. I'm not going to listen to any pods. Okay. Just, what is the meaning of this? Just, just, just clear my mind. Just, oh, okay. just to feel like I'm not regurgitating stuff that I keep hearing on pods. I'm gonna take a break. What, what what's been the main? Uh, I mean, you've been listening to pods this week. What's been the main topic? Uh, I mean, uh, of course, everybody's been talking about the Chappelle. Okay, okay. Uh, but we didn't even dive into that. It it dies for itself. Like you, you're gonna watch it two or three times if you're if you're just a remote fan of of classic comedy where you could make fun of people and it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Like you could look at the fat girl or the fat guy in the front row and say, damn, you ate two cheeseburgers just walking to your seat. Yeah. And they laugh because they know it's just jokes. Yeah, it's no malice Where people it. weren't sensitive. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I know I'm a large person. Yes, yeah. I know I'm gay. I'm here with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, you know, I'm here with my girl, girlfriend. Okay, I'm here with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Like, I was like, boy, let out there while it's Dang. You out here being juicy, whoever. Like, you know, it was okay to make jokes because, you know, you'll watch it if, if you like, like, I, I would call it classic comedy. Yeah. I still think it's fake, though, man, because, like I said, I, I read OJ's comments, man, and this shit is, shit is hilarious, though. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of those people, if they saw OJ, they still ask him for autographs. Of course, it's just, and it's you're gonna say, "Yeah, I took," I, and you gonna caption your picture, "Me and OJ killing it." Exactly, killing it. She got asked, I put a head, took a stab at it, asked for autograph. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's still OJ. Me and OJ about to slay these white women. Oh man, boy, OJ be out there wild, man. I don't he is wanna, a character. I don't want to see it. You got to though. You ain't been. You ever ventured it. over to the OJ? No, nah. he ain't even verified on Twitter. That's the crazy part. He doesn't need to be. Oh damn, he shouldn't be verified. No. The juice? How you gonna verify OJ? The juice. Say, okay, OJ. <laughs> if you killed never mind. Never mind. You don't verify the juice, man. We, we mind. that's not we ain't we ain't living right, dog. We're not living right. Oh, we know this. Golly, man. So other than the Ch- Chappelle, that was the main topic? Yeah, just a lot of Chappelle. Maybe your podcast would be getting to it quick. Oh yeah. Damn, by the time we get to the shit, this shit be dead already. But oh, yeah. next week, nobody gonna give a damn about sticks and stones. I mean, I mean, you know, the typical podcast I listen to, they do two shows a week or they oh. do a, a daily show or, you know. But like, I listen, I listen to podcasts that talk about what I like: music, movies, TV, stuff like. that. Did you listen to any albums? This I week? also listen to um, uh, This American Life. I, I think I've said this before. They just give you interesting stories. The last one I listened to was, um. Where they were talking about PTSD of people who have been like sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. This woman had been sexually assaulted, and usually when you go to therapy, it's stretched out over years. Well, she did like a crash course where she did ten sessions back to back to see if it helped her with her, her PTSD. 
So like I found that to be very interesting because she was she's like in her forties now. I think she was like forty three, but she had been sexually assaulted when she was thirteen, and she had never dealt with that. Okay. So like they they did like a crash course and they, and they got a lot of interesting stories on on there. That, it's that's funny, really, Kobe talked about that on his last album. Really? Let love, yeah. He's like, uh, I think he talked about you know how he was uh, sexually assaulted and he never came to terms with it. I just kind of felt like it was one of those moments where, like I said before. I think um, for for years and years, especially our generation, uh, sexual assault was never uh, it's never clear. Like we don't a lot of people still don't know what sexual assault is. I mean, it's kind of a, a vague term when you think about it because it's like when you hear sexual, you hear assault. You you your brain is probably going to take you to certain things, but it's like see it's, when I when I see when I hear sexual assault, I hear I hear unwanted sexual contact. Okay. When I hear sexual harassment, I hear unwanted sexual advances. Damn, when you put that unwanted on there, it's kind of... That, that's what it is. Unwanted to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, unwanted. And, and it could start wanted, and then it could flip. Yeah, I had to have that conversation with my son. Cause it, it's a weird conversation to have. But, it, I, it, but it's very necessary. Yeah. Like, even like you have to understand that like as soon as the word no comes out... It's a wrap. You got to shut this shit down. It's a wrap. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all could have been cool having sex or whatever, and then you want to put your thumb in her butt, and she's like, nah, don't nah, put your thumb nah. in my butt. Like... That's assault. Yeah. Technically, she didn't want her thumb, your thumb in her butt. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Not that I'm just out here sticking my thumb uh, in people's butt. I'm pretty sure you are. That's why you use that as an example. It's just, okay, man. It's okay. Yeah, we good, bro. I don't judge, man. <laughs> I think a lot of people have See, weird See, and this is sex. why I use my energy to hate you. <laughs> because you got a little six by nine right next to Joe Kim Noah in my rent space. <laughs> six by nine? I think I deserve bigger. No. No. Give me the 8 by 12, man. No. How much more? No. You can't afford it. <laughs> oh, damn. You can't You might it. be right. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I went to a storage place, I was like, man, y'all got to be fucked up. Too. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just trying to get two couches in here. And y'all going to let somebody come steal my shit anyway. <laughs> Dog. I'm talking about, yeah, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. So, so when you make that big move across the country, though, that's going to be a... a you're saying that you're just gonna just drag some shit, huh? Behind you. Have you checked to see if you're? Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna drag some shit. I'm a, I'm gonna say, all right, y'all take this shit there, get here on this day, and I'll meet you there. Oh, okay. So, so one of these days you're gonna drive from here to there. Yeah. Dang. So you gonna pay that? Because I looked at it, I was like, okay, it's like eight hundred dollars to ship my car. Okay. It's probably only gonna cost me three tanks of gas to to drive it. Which is less than two hundred bucks. Less or than two hundred bucks. Yeah. And then you're going to sleep at a hotel? You're going to sleep at a rest, rest stop? I'll stay at a hotel. Okay. okay. I'm a little bougie. Yeah, yeah a little. I'm staying at a little. Shit. Okay, I'm extra bougie. Yeah, I I'm, know. Because I'm going to stay at a Hilton property. Golly. Is that where you got your points? Yeah. Okay. That's that's why that's why it's so hard for me to make that move to Popeye's chicken sandwich. Because, like, I got so many you, points. With you don't get no Lake. points here. I'm like, I just, I don't really care how good it is. Because if <laughs> I want a free sandwich, I go to Chick-fil-A. My points stacked up. I, I got at least... Four or five free sandwiches I can get. I went to Chick-fil-A the other day, and, like, I was, I, I had come to the realization I hadn't ate a vegetable in a couple of days. Oh, my God. So, I was like, all right, let me, let me, you know, I'm not finna fucking cook, because I'm on my way to the barbershop. Like, let me get this Chick-fil-A salad. Mm -hmm. So, I go in, and I was like, you know, hey, let me get salad. She's like, you want to use your points? I was like, no. 
because it costs like that Cobb salad is the max points. This shit's like fourteen hundred points. It's like fourteen hundred points. Ridiculous. I was like, nah, I'll just pay for this one because <laughs> well, yeah. I can use these fourteen hundred points for and three sandwiches. Get, you could get three meals. Exactly. I was like, nah, y'all trying to hold me on that the shit salad. Crazy. I don't think I like the Cobb salad though. I like the Cobb salad, mm. and I was eating it. And I was like, this this chicken tastes like look KFC ish. Uh, like, that's why you put that tweet. Yeah, there. yeah. Wow. Chick Fil A. I see. I, I see you. I see you. Damn, I ain't been to KFC in a minute. Last time I went, I got a chicken pot pie. KFC always fucks my stomach up. Really? I, I, I said I ain't been to Popeyes in a minute either. I got like two that's not far from me. Yeah, they they all out of sandwiches though. Damn. There's there's a nationwide that's why they get shortage. Sued. It's a nationwide shortage. That's why they get their dumb asses sued. Do better. Exactly, <laughs> motherfuckers. I ain't bad at them. Plan. That's poor marketing. It is. Anyways. It's basically like talking big shit. You can't back it up. Basically. That, that exactly it. Matter of fact, what's that? What's that? Uh, that quote. Uh, the dude from the wire said, "Omar, you said it one time." Uh, come for the king. Was it? Oh, uh, when you come for the crown, you better not miss whatever. When something like That's that. That's kind of feel like they fits this in there. Yeah, right? you better not miss because Chick Fil A ran out of buns, breasts, or nothing. Hey, but anyways, this was a very random as fuck episode, but I love it. Yeah, it was good. Good conversation. It. I'm still scared of little man. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I. I, I got my triple double that I was going for, but I got probably a solid, about twelve points, and nine <laughs> rebounds. I need to start looking at my stats after games, man, because I got a lot of offensive rebounds that my last game. I really? Had. Yeah, I don't know why. I, was, I don't know what got, got into me, man. I was just all over the place. Just haven't been the right place, right time. Huh? Pretty much. That's really what it is. Getting rebounds is hard. I, I think that's typically how offensive rebound goes. Yes. You just happen to be in the, defensively. Yeah, it's a whole lot more you could do, but exactly. offensively, you just kind of. End up being in the right spot. Yeah, because it because on offense you're probably on the outside because you're thinking you're gonna get the ball. You turn to face the basket, you're already at a disadvantage. De- on the defense, you're you're on the defense, so you're close to the basket. Yeah, but yeah, man, yeah, it's interesting. But um, as usual, it was, it was nice. We chatted up. Got any words of advice? I always got words of advice, man. I don't. Uh, words of advice. Um, even the vegans are gonna die. So eat the burger. Hold on now. Hold on now. Don't, please don't start the piano. That's just foul. How do you talk about our vegans like that? Hey, whether you are vegan or you eat meat, you're both going to die. But the purpose of them being vegan, you know it's not. That's not what it's about. It's not about eternal life. You're both <laughs> going to. Okay, sure. I won't pick on the vegans. Let me whether, you, whether you drink liquor or you don't. You're both gonna die. Have the drink. What do you mean? I'm just saying though, but the shit the liquor does to a person's fucking liver. Okay, shit. okay, okay. Whether you smoke or you don't smoke, you're both. <laughs> you smoke a jewel versus smoking a cigarette. Based off what I've seen this week, especially after what Sean said, they said what jewel is like ten cigarettes. You gotta try. It. So basically, uh, it's, it's still a fast. You pressing the fast forward button. Uh, let's see. Whether you right-handed or left-handed, you no, that one don't work either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> At the end of the day, you're gonna die. So enjoy your time while you're here. I like that. I like it. I mean, I guess all I say uh, can say is, man, um, for all the people out there that feel like um, they don't have talent, you know, maybe you should just dig a little deeper. Because I guarantee you there's something out there that's unique about you, that you do, um, that you probably, not you don't even need to profit off of it. But, I mean, 
it can in in and I mean reemphasize that it's not all about monetizing your talent. It's about doing things that occupy your time better. Because when I sat here and I brought up the fact that you know people in these small cities, you know a lot of times they get into bullshit because they don't have anything to do. Like I feel like that's that's important to understand that a lot of things that you place value on and the things that you feel um, are your purpose. If you could look at those things and be like, it has an expiration date on it, you gotta look at it like like Melo's probably looking at his life like, what am I gonna do next? That's why it's important to dig a little deeper. I mean, there are things that you're doing in life that are more essential than you sitting in that cubicle, you know, working for somebody else. That's that's how I see it. So you know, dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. We 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 all got something unique about us, and man, that's all I got, man. I appreciate that. I'm trying. I like how you tied that back in to you know what. I mean, shit, what should have been the premises premise of this episode? I know the shit was so random, but it's very random. It is what it is, man. It's one of those days. Hey, do what you want when you pop them. So it's very true. You're one of the people that said that you don't think about the dreams of strange. Like when you have a dream and it's a stranger in it, you don't think about where you saw that stranger from. Oh. I know I do that shit a lot, and I know I, I asked that question. I was gonna post why you see strangers in your dream, but I forgot. I think I think I think I see strangers in my dream, and then I see them in real life. I don't. I I, I just feel like that's kind of like deja vu kind of thing. That's what happens. Yeah, what happens I think that's is, what it is. Um, I've seen this person before in a time frame, and your brain takes a snapshot of people as you walk past them. And a lot of times, that's how they enter your dream. So I was just, you know, I had a nerd moment. I wanted to put it out there, and I just forgot. Yeah. Because I was shocked that people didn't care. I was like, man, that's kind of weird to me. Like, because at first, for a long time, I thought I was just like a genius. I'm like, damn, I'm just constructing these people in my brain, just making people up. And your then brain I was like, nah, I seen these folks. Exactly, it was just a snapshot. Like, you're, as you walk around, your brain works like a freaking. See, I, I I wonder like why I dream about certain people, like people I hadn't thought about or seen in years. I have a firm belief that they think about you too. They're thinking about you too at the same time. I think you told me that before yeah. when I, I I told you one of my dreams. We can have a dream discussion. Episode. No, we're not. We don't want to, I'm not man. telling you my dreams anymore. God, if anybody wants to email us. What is it? PCNRadio at gmail.com? Email PCNRadioNB at gmail.com. There you go. You're real. Email us about your dreams, man. I, I got the book at home. I'll bring it one day. We can get down. We can talk, man. Say, don't let Will fuck up your life like that. <laughs> he broke down one of my dreams and I ain't want to go to sleep anymore. <laughs> oh, man, it wasn't that bad. It was that bad. Damn. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?